Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Tracy Ray from the employment law firm of Baron Lehman. Tracy says that OPB sponsorship is a great way to support the community and connect with Baron Liebman's clients. From the Gert Boyle studio at OPB, this is Think Out Loud. I'm Dave Miller. Oregon's timber reputation is largely built on softwoods like Douglas fir. But a new lumber mill in Philomath aims to take advantage of the many hardwoods hard, hard available on the western side of the state. Trees like white oak and Pacific maple that are being cut down as forest managers try to make the landscape more resilient to wildfires. Dave Halsey is a CEO of Patrick Lumber. He joins us now. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So the Patrick Lumber Company has been around for 108 years. Is that right? That's correct. How would you do, 1915. How would you describe the, the bread and butter of the business over the years? It's changed dramatically from uh, office wholesale broker model to uh, now really a secondary manufacturer that processes wood from a number of sawmills up and down the West Coast. Get So at this point, getting um, logs that have already been cut and then refining them into different kinds of products for, for, for whom? Uh, companies that are distributing... Uh, for a wide variety of uses, uh, furniture, flooring, uh, windows, doors, cabinetry, that kind of thing. Have softwoods like Doug Fir been the majority of the wood that you've dealt with over the years? Yeah, the the softwood species you'd see growing on the West Coast like Doug Fir, Hemlock, Red Cedar, that's what uh, Patrick's primarily sold, Yes. So why get into the hardwood business as well? Well, there's uh, a a resource base that's been going either being burnt, being chipped into pulp, uh, or just rotting in the forest. And we saw an opportunity to convert some of that into lumber, um, which we feel is a better use for the, you know, for the product. Hmm. What kinds of trees are we talking about here? Uh, Maple, madrone, oak. There's multiple oak species. Um, Walnut grows in Oregon. It's not native to the to the state, but it it does grow in ash. There's probably a dozen hardwood species that uh, could be commercially processed in the lumber. Commercially processed, meaning there is enough of them um, that could be cut down to actually ensure the viability, say, of a, of a product line for you. They're already being cut down. We're just trying to divert some of the resource into lumber instead of it being burnt or chipped uh, for pulp. Or, I mean, in some cases, it just goes into firewood so, or goes into landfills. So there's a there's an abundance of hardwood lumber in the state of Oregon that is not going into to lumber, and so that it's far more than we can we can produce with the new mill, but there'll be enough to make a difference. Hmm. And we're talking about some some lovely trees here, right? I mean that that have grains that um, that furniture makers or or other folks would actually like that that they value 
being burned or just turned into pulp. That's correct. I mean, the some of the wood is absolutely beautiful. The maple that grows in Oregon, I mean, there's a demand for musical instruments. Um, I mean, there's there's a grade called fiddleback that literally goes into fiddles, hmm. violins, cellos. So, um, yeah, that that lumber, that wood, the logs can be found. Some of them have blown down in the forest. Some of them are being, uh, as you described, harvested for fire mitigation, um, safe road passage. There, there's a wide, you know, the forest managers have a number of reasons why they need to to thin the forest. You mentioned fiddlebacks. So, I mean, so it might be, it might end up in instruments. Where else might this wood be used? Who who are your likely customers the probably the most primary the biggest customer base is distribution around the u.s uh that would typically sell eastern hardwoods so just think of uh what if you went to a a retail store and they had hardwood lumber in there they might have poplar or oak or maple but it's uh certainly going to be from the east coast and those are those are products we can produce in Oregon and and take some of that market share away from the Eastern production. Hmm. So that's who your competitors are then, I suppose, w- would be mills largely on the East Coast. That would be one way to look at it. Uh, it depends on what sizes we cut, but the, the, certainly some uh, some would say that, yes. Do you have a favorite wood among these various hardwoods? Well, the maple is incredible. The f- uh, figured maple that has, uh, you see these trees everywhere. Um, the the grain patterns are phenomenal. They look almost like marble or granite. Hmm. But, um, I mean, personally, I love walnut. I think the the deep, dark color is, the rich richness of it is really fascinating. Um, I mean, every tree's got its own story and its own potential use, color, grain patterns. It's, you know, they, you see these slabs being cut that have live edges for countertops and tables. Those are uh, amazing pizza, pieces of artwork, really. Hmm. If you're just tuning in, I'm talking right now with Dave Halsey. He's a CEO of Patrick Lumber. They are constructing a, a new hardwood mill in Philomath. I understand that part of the reason that you went down this path is because there was an illegal marijuana operation near you. Do you mind telling us that story? Oh, that's interesting. Yes. Uh, The site we're on was last occupied by Mary's River Lumber, which cut uh, Western Red Cedar. Um, We purchased it in 2016, uh, primarily because there were kilns here to dry the lumber and adjacent to the property there was a 10 acre parcel and we didn't know much about it but uh, a couple years ago a bunch of dea agents showed up and arrested uh this organization that was illegally growing um six months later we were able to buy the property and that's where we're putting this mill um so yeah it was it's a fascinating little tidbit of information, I guess. Hmm. 
Am I right that you did a kind of trial run of this uh, on a on a small scale basis? That's correct. Yeah, we've been we've got a small wood miser. It's just a, a not a very big kind of portable mill. And we've cut a few species and just to test the water, make sure that what we think is possible is and, um, you know, that we can dry the lumber. It's difficult to dry oak, especially takes a, a long time in certain conditions. Uh, but we've determined we could do it. We've been successful doing it. I've sold the stock that we ran. So we've moved forward with this. Is it very different? So that you mentioned one difference in terms of, of the drying of lumber. Is it very different to mill hardwoods than, say, dug fir or cedar? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm, I'm not a, we mostly sell the lumber rough and I don't, I'm not technically knowledgeable enough to be able to tell you that uh, for certain. Hmm. I'm sure there are unique differences. What's the time frame right now? I mean, I mentioned that you, that you're getting this uh, underway, but how long before you're you're fully operating? Uh, twenty twenty five, we should be in full production with the new mill. Hmm. So it's going to take us a year to get it built. When we were in John Day earlier this year, or maybe it was last year, I'm bad with time, um, but we talked to a, a mill manager at Malheur Lumber uh, who was excited about a, a restoration logging contract. Um, but one of the biggest issues he was dealing with was the challenge of hiring workers. He had some colorful stories about just how hard it was to, to find um, able-bodied, willing people who were able to drive, had access to a car, didn't have, had their license removed because of DUIs and on and on, and, or, you know, who weren't lazy. He had a whole list of reasons it was hard for him t to hire people these days for, for um, what he was saying were pretty well-paying jobs. What's the employment situation for you like right now in Philomath? Well, we do, we're proud of paying uh, family living wage uh that we're right next to Corvallis with Oregon State University and their forestry program, ag program. So there's, Palomath is a timber town. So there's a kind of a culture here that supports this kind of work. And um, our rates have gone up over the last five, six years, but it's, uh, we haven't had problems so to speak. I mean, we would have been able to run the plant since we took over, you know, since we took it over in 2016. So I would say not a significant issue. And uh, can you give us a sense for how many more people you're going to be employing once this new mill is fully up and running in 2025? Yeah, we, I think we have 30 employees now and maybe we'd have 35 or 40 when, you know, in, in a couple of years from now. Hmm. Um, Part of it will be in the mill, and then part of it will be in the drying and processing part of the business. So the mill itself may only add three or four or five people, but there'll be an equal number that will be resawing and drying and packaging the lumber on the other side. Is that, I mean, it's a it's a smaller number than I was expecting when I heard about a new mill. Is that just a question of the technology that you can use these days that you need fewer people to to 
to operate a mill than you would have needed, say, 30 or 40 years ago. That might be part of it. Um, you also, we're only going to start this mill up on one shift. And so a lot of times you'll think about mills that are running three or four shifts. So then you'd multiply that number of employees hmm. times three or four. Um, that's how a, a site on the size of ours that's got 40 acres would end up with 150 employees if you're running 24 7. Hmm. You recently moved your company headquarters, I understand it, from Portland to Philomath. Why? Well, primarily because our uh, the core of our business, cha- it changed. We changed from a broker wholesale company to a secondary manufacturer, and this is where we're doing the majority of the work. And we have maintained a presence in Portland. We have an office there as well as in North Carolina and in Colorado. So uh, the employees are where the work is. And um, I, I guess a big part of it also was with the pandemic, it became very clear that uh, remote work works. And so we've really leaned into that and uh, built an office building here in Philomath to be closer to our supply base to Oregon State with their forestry program and the other uh, lumber companies. Does that mean that you moved as well? Yes. What's that been like for you? Well, I graduated from Oregon State and I live in Corvallis, so it's it's a joy. Huh. After living in Portland? Yes. Nothing you miss? Well, uh... No, not really. Not right now. Hmm. I can drive up. It's not a very far drive, so I visit all the time. How do you think what you're doing in Philomath with this new mill fits into the larger picture of of logging and and timber products statewide? Can you repeat the question? I, I'm curious Yeah, how, how you think what you're doing in Philomath with this new mill fits into the larger picture of of the the timber industry, the wood products industry in Oregon statewide? Well, I think it fits in uh, beautifully. I mean, you, you really see this um, movement to biophilia and it, look at the Portland airport and the exposure that wood has there. Um, we have a lot more species to, to offer than Douglas fir. Um, they, the state is rich in, in wood and sharing that with the rest of the North America and the world is, I think, a message that all Oregonians can be proud of. Dave Halsey, thanks very much. Appreciate you having me. Dave Halsey is a CEO of Patrick Lumber Company. Um, they recently announced that They're building a new hardwood mill in Philomath. 